Can... Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios. Uh, and we've got uh, Mike Mayock saying bubble butt uh, three different times. This is the press box. Like when they're deciding to draft a player, is that what they talk about? Well, like Gruden's like, oh, he's yes. a football player. And Mayock's like, no, no, this guy's got a bubble yeah. butt. Or the best thing in the world for them would be have both. With Grady and Bischoff. Like you're not only a football player, but you have a bubble butt and you don't pull your groin. I mean, if you can get that trifecta, then you've got something. On ESPN Las Vegas. The bubble butt, who knows what position he played, and um, and don't pull your groin. If they could have that, they could, I mean, they could win the division if you have a bunch of those guys. Bunch of bubble butt football players. Yes, from Clemson. <laughs> Should we explain what we're doing first? No. I don't even know what bands I'm guessing between. No, you're guessing whether or not this song is sung by David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar. They're all of the songs are Van Halen. Hold on now. Not yet. Not yet. You're telling me they changed lead singers? Yeah. Gotta be Sammy Hagar. Sounds just like him. Hey. hey! All right. So, caller, we are currently up to caller number one. <laughs> Four. Four. David Lee Roth tickets. Yes. <laughs> We're giving away David Lee Roth tickets at the House of Blues later in the show. That's going to be the game we play all show to figure out what caller number we will take. Um, and we're just going to play them like randomly. We're just going to start playing them. That'd be the funniest thing. Like, We'll be in the middle the, of a segment, and he'll just start playing a song. <laughs> I hope he does that. That would be absolutely hilarious. That wasn't my plan, but now it yes. is. <laughs> Ed, just, about, Ed just made a new game. Talking about the Vegas Gold Knights, and then a song just yeah. appears. Okay. All right, right in the middle of Kevin Krueger. <laughs> yeah, do that. He'll love that. How do you think the Mountain West is going to shape up? <laughs> then suddenly, jump! <laughs> yes. The first bite. The first bite today is brought... To buy Einstein Brothers, because that's what Tyler ate this morning for breakfast. Who is playing quarterback for the Colts on Sunday? I think Carson Wentz's. Do you think so? I think so. I think Carson Wentz's. I think he probably tested positive Monday, unvaccinated, and once you can talk about how the NFL changes policies, I think the five days will be up, and I think Carson Wentz will play. Yeah, so the NFL updated its policy yesterday, and regardless of your vaccination status, you just need to be five days removed from your positive test to return to a game. And what's bizarre is that you don't have to provide a negative test. No. You just have to not have symptoms yeah. anymore. So for Carson Wentz, as long as I think it's what, 24 hours in advance, you can't have symptoms. So for Carson Wentz, as long as he doesn't have symptoms on Friday or Saturday, he can come off the COVID list and he can play on Sunday. I know this is the NFL. Uh, I have, we have witnessed them loosen restrictions for a couple of weeks now on their COVID protocols. I am still stunned that they are going to allow people that test positive to come back yeah. without producing a negative test. Well, and I'd like to know other than someone taking this guy's temperature, what the symptoms are, right? Maybe he's like, I don't know. I just got a cold. I coughed once. Is that a symptom? I mean, seriously, who who's determining? Is a doctor determining his yeah. symptoms? I don't know. I mean, you can take his temperature, and if it's over 100, you're like, no, you can't go. That's a symptom of this. But if his temperature's okay, he could still have symptoms, still have it, and yet play. Yeah. 
I am, I don't know. I like of all the things the NFL's done, like they've, they've loosened restrictions and you can find some logic in a lot of it. A lot of it just simply is mirroring the rest of the United Society, States at the moment, right. right? Where we have, whether or not we, you think we've given up or whether or not you think we've just said, hey, we're not going to all die we from We said this. enough We're done. Enough. Yeah, right. like, like you, yeah. you've had enough time to get vaccinated if you wanted to. Yeah. And I hope your kid isn't immunocompromised. But the idea that they're going to allow people to test positive and then return without ever testing negative, it's that's bizarre to me yeah. because what's the point of testing in the first place? Like, why test anybody ever in the NFL if you're just going to let them come back five days later? Without a negative test. Without a negative test. I am blown away that they would just decide, yes, we have identified who tested positive, and now we're going to completely ignore that as long as they don't cough around somebody. Now, immediately yesterday, I saw Raider fans. Oh, of course, of course. Screwing the Raiders again. He's going to be able to come back and play. But doesn't this also help their guys, all these defensive players? Right? Yeah, they can all come back, They too can all come back if they don't have so. five days without symptoms. And I know Carson Wentz is a quarterback. I get that. But there are some pretty good defensive players on the Raiders who, you know, w- went on the COVID yeah. protocol oh. list. And all of a sudden now this will benefit them, too. So the whole idea, once again, as we heard from Cleveland and changing the game, oh, they're out to screw the Raiders. Like, I don't buy into that, and I certainly don't buy into this one because you get your players back, too. Yeah. The Raiders might have actually had to use Sutton Smith, the fullback, on defense. <laughs> if, in fact, they didn't yes, change this. If they yes. didn't bring anybody back from the COVID list because they've got, like, four linebackers and, like, four yeah. defensive backs that went on the COVID list. So, it, if you're looking at it from a standpoint of who gets players back, yes, obviously, it helps the Colts. They were going to be without their quarterback if they hadn't changed this, but it also helps the Raiders because it makes it much easier for the, what are the, what were they up to, 11? Yeah. For the 11 players to come back. To come back. Um, but I, again, I am, I'm blown away that the NFL would allow people to come back without producing a negative test. Like the rest of it, like if you told me, hey, you test positive on Monday, if you don't have symptoms and you test negative by Saturday, then you can play. You can play. I, that would make sense right. to me. But the idea that, hey, you test positive on Monday, we're not going to test you anymore. Just don't cough and you can play on Sunday is it. It's bizarre. It blows me away that that's so, what they decided to go with. Are they, as you and Jared just said, are they throwing up their hands? Is this the cynic in me saying, no, we want our best players on yeah. the field, competitive balance. Yeah. We want, we don't want all these backups playing. It's these are high level games for playoff spots. Yeah. I think it's more that we had them. They initially started to change protocols, right? And where they were like, well, we're not going to test vaccinated players unless they have symptoms. But so many people were still testing positive that they decide now they've decided, well, we spent two weeks with everybody playing backups at certain positions and some games being completely unwatchable, the Saints had to play Ian Book behind their, right. like, seventh string Cleveland offensive was missing line. 18 players. Right, that they were like, well, uh, sure, we got the games in, but that still sucked, so how do we just let everybody play without right. worrying about it? And for some reason, their answer is, well, we're still going to test, but once you test positive, we're not testing you anymore. Just don't yeah. cough, and just you're good to go. Just don't cough, don't sneeze, and have a temperature under 100, mm. and you're good to go. It's... I don't know. I, I, if like, if that's what you're going to do, just don't test right. at all. Anybody like would like, just don't test at all. Just, <laughs> I think the protocols increased the media testing to four times a week. <laughs> the players will no longer be well, tested. The they media already will be paid tested. for all these tests. Yeah, so exactly. They got to give them to the somebody. media will be tested four times a week. We don't want you here, but the players we're fine with. So two things, <laughs> even though Carson Wentz has a good shot to play now, as long again, if he has, 
it, that's part of this that hasn't been reported. Is Carson Wentz symptomatic or not? Nobody has any idea. Well, and do we know if he tested positive on Monday or Tuesday? That's another question, too. Because that's if the it's, five days. If it's Monday, he could return Saturday. If it's Tuesday, he can return Sunday, the right. day of the game. But He's coming back. As long as he's asymptomatic right. by Friday or whatever. Right. I just I haven't seen anybody that's reported whether or not he's symptomatic or asymptomatic. Because if he's asymptomatic now, he'll be fine for the, for the game. If he's symptomatic now, then, then you don't know. There's some questions there, and would lead to the Colts potentially playing their backup Sam Ellinger, who sixth round pick out of Texas has not played in the regular season this year. Carson Wentz has played all their snaps at quarterback. I enjoyed the report from the Athletic that the Colts did discuss reaching out to Phillip Rivers, but didn't actually reach out to Phillip Rivers to see if he wanted to play. Yeah, I. and the same with Drew Brees. I mean, you're going to ask a guy who is basically, he coached high school football this year, who knows if he even took a jog, and you're going to ask him to come back in a, in a moment's notice and play quarterback in that kind of game. Can't be worse think, than Ian Book. Can't be worse than Ian Book. Might not be worse than Sam. We don't know what Sam Ellinger's going to look like, even though he hasn't taken a snap. Now, Sam Ellinger's a number two, and Ian Book was number four. So maybe Sam Ellinger's better than Ian Book. Uh, I don't think it matters because once they change the protocols, I think I think Wentz is playing. I, yeah. I'll, be, I'll actually at this point, which is ironic given he tested positive, I'll be shocked if he doesn't play. Yeah. Where you and I, you know, 24 hours ago, well, not only you and I, everyone was reporting he's out for Sunday, and right. then an hour later they changed the protocols. Because the protocol yesterday morning before it was noon, 10 days for him was if you were unvaccinated and tested positive, you were out for 10 days regardless it doesn't right. matter if you had symptoms or not or if you uh tested negative you were out for 10 days no matter what if you were unvaccinated and had a positive test so he would have missed this game but then they changed that policy and yeah i i do however like the idea that raider fans have that they're getting screwed i like the idea that carson wentz tested positive and the nfl said you know what we better put this in right now yes we right because Surely they had been working on this for more than two hours, right? Because it was Carson Wentz tested positive, and then within like an hour, yeah. it was, hey, the NFL's working on whatever. It'd be great if they did. We're like, oh, Carson Wentz. We can't have a weekend without Carson Wentz. Look, we can't do the Raiders any more favors. <laughs> we already did them favors the other day when there were 18 players out with eight starters. We can't do them any more favors. Carson, you can play. It's still possible that the Raiders go Nick Mullins, Drew Locke, Sam, Sam Ellinger. It's still possible they play those three quarterbacks in a row while, again, for against three teams that are in the playoff hunt while the Raiders are in the playoff hunt. That is a hilariously bad run of quarterbacks. It's so bad that the Raiders are like, yeah, we don't even have to score 20 points in a yeah, game. And we'll keep we just need going anyway. Yeah, we well, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they as a team are not put together to score 20 points, Tyler, but... It is funny that it's like, hey, we keep beating backups by single digits. They do. Uh, did you see the Eagles are keeping Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew separate? I mean, I don't think that's a bad they, thing. Is there? Any they, do they not like each other? Is there any reason for Derek Carr to come into the facility the no. next two weeks? No. Like, is there any reason for no. him to be around people he, until Sunday? No, I mean, he's, he might he be Gruden, safer at the facility. He and Gruden are out the house talking every day, so Gruden <laughs> can just walk him through the game plan. It's like, yeah, let me see the film. I'll tell you what to do. I mean, no. He's got his coach next door, and his coach is going to tell him what to do. They're going to look at the film, and he's going to say, this is how you're going to beat the Colts. Is it weird that we haven't gotten, like, Gruden sightings? 
like around, around town. town. What you want, like photos of him at the grocery store? I just know that every once in a while, a photo because Nicolas Cage lives here some of the time, and every once in a while, you will get a picture of Nicolas Cage coming out of a liquor store at like three a.m. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I need like John Gruden at a Gold's Gym or a like a like a gym, just little twenty-four hour fitness yeah. walking on the treadmill, yeah, or something. Surely he's got the gym in his house, right? Well, yeah, but even he's got to get away from, like, you know, you got to get, you, you, you build the gym in your house and then you go, I, I, I need to go to the actual gym. I just need to leave the house. I do think that that is weird that there's not been one report of him. I anywhere. mean, Mark Davis crashed his car. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe John Green's just a better driver. He doesn't have a Mini Cooper that runs into things. I just, all I wanted somebody to like on Twitter be like, I was driving on the 215, and some guy cut me off and then flipped me off, and I pulled up next to him. It was John Gruden. Be a great story. I'm not the same crazy coach who used to storm around the sidelines yelling at the officials. I've learned to relax, and I drank light beer from Miller. You know that light's got a third less calories than their regular beer? And listen to this. Light doesn't fill me up. Besides that, light tastes fantastic. Oh, sure, there are a lot of other beers around, and you can drink any one you want. As I was saying, I don't care what anybody else... It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Oh, I get to guess again? Yep. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of these. Oh, it's a good one. So I'm guessing if this is Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth singing. Correct. Giving away David Lee Roth tickets later in the show. You get a thing. Uh, I mean, okay, so the name of the band is actually named after the guitarist, not either of the two singers. <laughs> There's a reason though that it's named after the guitarist, because the guitarist was the best. Eddie Van Halen was the best member of the band. David Lee Roth. Bill Collar one. Bill Collar number. Hey, put some tally marks on the board because I got one. So Bill Collar one. So later in the show, we have tickets to go see. Is David it bad? Lee I want to try to get to the chorus. Yes. <laughs> later in the show, we have David Lee Roth tickets to give away. Stay tuned. You can listen to me fail at guessing who's singing for Van Halen for three hours today. All right. Golden Knights won last night. Yeah. Six goals. By the way, that's one of the worst hockey games I've ever watched. It was bad. Like, the first 10 minutes of that game was pointless. <laughs> like, it looked like people who hadn't played hockey, not just in, like, five days, but, like, five years. I think it's weird that you're all three nodding because you obviously all three watched the game and I was watching alone. <laughs> <laughs> they're now out in Canada, 10 people. Well, they're down to nine. Yeah, you What know the what hell's alone? It's where they put 10 people on some of the most horrible terrain in the world and they can bring 10 items and then they put them at different places and whoever, whoever you know, stay, lasts the longest uh, wins 500 grand. You have to hunt your food. You have to build your shelter. You get nothing and you're put out. And do you die or do you just like tap out? Well, okay, the tapping out, you can. T that's when you know, you know someone's going to tap out and then they come get you. But like they're in a place in Canada right now, I believe, where their um, grizzly bears are are prominent and they're they have bear spray but there's no one there now no one's gotten killed yet on this this is like the a season 
but it's very scary at times. Like you're in your tent at night, and there's a grizzly bear right outside, and there's no one there. You because they all have their own cameras, their GoPros, and their own cameras. They're filming everything. The person, you, there's no one there. There's not a cameraman. No, oh no, the, you're, you are by yourself with your GoPro and your small little cameras, and you're filming your whole existence there. You're building your shelter. You're, you're, you're you know, you have air, you know, your bow and arrow to Sounds kill. Sounds like a good way to save money to fish, and uh, yeah. It's called Alone. It's in the eighth season. And uh, I I did keep up with the game. I, every time I hit uh, ESPN, they had scored another goal. So I'm like, oh, they're playing well. How much do you get paid if you win this show? 500 grand. What? 500 grand? People have how lasted. Many, how many have lasted, days? Well, people have lasted. The average winner will go at least 38, 39 days. Uh, there's been people who have gone much more, much longer. I can't take that many days off work. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, it's fascinating. More fascinating than like three goals in a minute sixteen. So they have no idea how long the other people are are surviving. Like there's ten people out no, there. No, like you could literally do they, well, they also hold on, wait. They could let's say there's ten people out there and nine of them have dropped out. Do they let you know? Like yes, or do they the just winner, like they're just sitting there waiting, no, being like Yeah, so you don't know how many people are left. That's the other good part about it. You could say there's ten people left or nine, you don't know. So you kind of keep trying to go on. The winner at one point, whoever it is, he or she will be kind of doing something and sitting, and their family will walk up behind them. They will bring their family in, and he'll turn around or she'll turn around, and their family's there, and then they know they won. As long as a grizzly bear doesn't get them. Oh, Oh, yeah. Get the whole family, I'm saying. The the whole family, the grizzly bear's been waiting patiently. He's like, like, all right. (laughs) I could get one person, but I could get a really big beetle if I let this guy live. I assume the Golden Knights played well, because you're all nodding your head up and down. I need, hold on, hold on. No, it was a bad hockey game. It was a bad hockey It looked like guys that hadn't played hockey in five days. Actually, more than five days. But hold on, hold on. I'm going to make a movie reference. Whoa! Everybody, hold on here. Your show alone, what they should do is like in the Hunger Games, where when someone dies, they like project their face up on the, the top of the, the top of the, uh, the top of the little bubble they play. Okay, in. so you know, oh yeah, that guy died. That's the movie reference. Yep, you're welcome. Okay, oh, you're welcome. The fascinating part is you have no idea how many have, have left. What one guy this season in season eight uh, lasted three days. He had had a heart attack earlier in his life, and he literally went for the doctors. Okayed him to go, but he got so amped up after three days trying to build a shelter and so nervous he started having chest pains and thinking he's gonna have another heart attack so he tapped out i think if you had a heart attack in the past you probably shouldn't be clear well, to that's, do this. that's the thing they asked and they interviewed him afterwards he goes uh ah, doctors cleared me i'm like what doctors are you seeing i mean <laughs> i i've i've depending on my insurance i've had doctors who are just like yeah all right fine do you want opioids <laughs> no what happens if you run into one of the other contestants? Can you kill you don't, them? You can't. Can it's you com- kill them? It's, That's it's, your first question. You're not, trying to win money, not, Jared. It's remote enough to where... Wouldn't you be... So my first thought was, let's work together until it's just the final two of us. Then you not, kill them. It's remote enough. You watch Survivor. You know how this should work. The terrain is so brutal. They drop you off, and the, and the land is so vast. They left you off at ten places. You can't. You can't run into people. You you you're pretty much secluded to where you're at, and you can hunt and go, but you're not going to run into the other person. Is sorry. Can, can one of the items you bring be like a bow and arrow? That's what they bring. You can bring ten items. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, that, they all bring that. They all bring that because you know there goes the deer and you're trying to get dinner. Mostly survive off fish, um, uh, insects, plants. Does a bow and arrow count as two? No, it counts as one item. 
Can you bring as many arrows as you want? Uh, yeah, usually they have four or five. Okay. You know, a tarp, can I bring a gun? A tarp. <laughs> uh, thing can you makes... bring a gun? No. And you can't kill any of the bears. You can't kill any bears on this island. You can't. What kill if it's going to kill you? Well, I, I think you got to stand up and scream, "Hey, bear!" <laughs> no, but that's no. what they've been doing. They've no, been that's that's screaming, the, "Hey, bear!" That's, that's what you actually scream. that's yes. actually there's uh, that's what you're. If a bear is coming, you you're supposed to like it. make yourself as big as possible and you, scream, and at you at scream at it. Yeah. And if the bear decides, yeah, you're not very big. Well, then you hope your camera doesn't work because you don't want to see what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you turn the camera off and say it's been nice. Uh, have we discussed the Golden Knights yet? <laughs> No, but I'll give, you a, ugly hockey I'll give you a disappointing take. The L.A. Kings wore their chrome silver helmets, oh, and the God. Golden yeah. Knights did not wear their chrome gold that? helmets. I don't know. Well, before the game, I saw this thing on Twitter like it was going to be gold against chrome or whatever that was. Two teams in the NHL have these hideous chrome helmets, and only one of them wore them last night. And I think they should have played both teams in chrome helmets. Loser never gets to wear it again. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, Or maybe, maybe loser has to always wear them. That would have been great. Winner never wears yeah. them again. Winner never wears them. Right. That way you never have to see them. Winner the gets rid again. of the chrome helmets. Loser yes. just has to keep wearing them. <laughs> they have to, no, they have to wear the, they have to alternate. They have to wear the other team's chrome helmets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very disappointed we only had one team wearing chrome helmets last night. I don't know what's happening there, but I have one other question for you. Why are people so attached to the name Staples Center? I don't know, but I did enjoy that uh, they showed a, t- the outside picture of the former Staples Center, and immediately Twitter went, "That looks like something." Yeah, I don't. That's like jerseys to me. I don't. I mean, if someone's going to pay millions of dollars, then I'm taking their money, and you can name it whatever you want. People in LA are devastated that it changed from Staples Center, which is just. And I'm like, it's named it, after Staples. Yeah, it doesn't take away. Have the you title. been to a Staples? It doesn't take away the Lakers title. Doesn't take anything away. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, they care. The Lakers did a whole like memorial video on Staples Center. Like they, it's not like not, they didn't move to a different building. No, it's they the same just thing. It's just the, the signs outside is different. <laughs> and it was a huge deal on Twitter. Where Braden, every time I tweet like yeah. that, I went right by and I'm like, I, I don't care. And about last that. night, even Braden McNabb before the yes. game had had, had yeah. some quote about it being like, oh, this is weird. This is not this is not normal. This is not how it should be. And it's like, what what are people obsessed with Staples? Are we going to do that when like Allegiant Stadium is no longer Allegiant Stadium and it's named after? I don't know some Chick Fil A. Yeah, what? Like really? Well, I thought Chick Fil A already had the uh, Falcons. Oh, that's Mercedes Benz. Yeah, Mercedes. you're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah, I'm Mercedes wrong. Benz. I don't think any restaurant has a no. A lot of, mo- lot of money. Race. Smoothie yeah. King. Oh, Smoothie King. They do have one. Smoothie King Center in New Orleans. Coming up next. Kevin yum yum Kruger yum yum in Louisville. <laughs> Brown skies in for the rebound. Has it stolen by Coleman? Coleman up ahead to Williams. Williams down the right side. Williams gets fouled. Oh, no way. Absolutely not. What a terrible call. They call an offensive foul on Williams when Berger, the player, was going backwards and falling down. What an absolute joke of a call. Kevin Kruger is going nuts, and I don't blame him. We're back to the press box with Graney and Bischoff. Joining us now, the head coach of UNLV basketball, Kevin. Do you do you can you identify that play? Well, I can. I mean, I'm getting kind of every time I come on here, I seem to be welcomed with an intro of me not happy with the call. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think it's that many, but yeah, I do. I didn't agree with it, but we moved on. There we go. I'm glad you can identify it. I'm glad you know exactly from the call what happened. No, thank, there. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. I had almost forgotten about it. 
Hey, you won the game. You won the game. All right. Um, I'm I'm curious, Kevin. We have had a few postponements in Mountain West play already, including one of your games against San Jose State. As we sit here right now, do you think all the Mountain West teams are going to play 18 conference games this year? Uh, I mean, my gut. I mean, probably not. Uh, we don't have that built-in week this year like we did last year. Uh, so I, I, I'd be surprised if we do, but. Uh, I want to be also very clear that I'm not giving an opinion on anything. I'm just, you know, I, I think that the safety of the players, of course, is first and foremost. And whatever the conference feels we need to do to make sure that their safety is the top priority, um, uh, I think they're doing. Um, but again, with, you know, CDC guidelines change after announcements are made. So, you know, who knows? But, uh, you know, it's kind of oddly enough, we're sitting in a situation where the guys are almost used to it now and um we we've talked to them and i think they're they're just ready to play anxious to play we with the game postponement uh we had talked to teams about scheduling other games and the guys were ready and and they're ready for it just like we were to hop in the cbs sports classic so it is what it is um the teams that adapt i think uh, the message we're sending our guys that that adapt and are and stay ready are going to be in the best position to win games so do you guys have a potential makeup game for that? What was it? January 5th against San Jose state. Is there a chance you guys are playing somebody else that day? Um, no, not right now. Okay. Just because there is the potential that, you know, things change and, uh, you know, maybe we could reschedule it, but, uh, we don't have anything, uh, set in stone as of yet. You know, be basketball coach Kevin Kruger here with us in the press box. Uh, you mentioned the word anxious and I'm wondering, um, like you said, it is what it is. What's going to happen is going to happen. But as a head coach, do you hold your breath every day? I mean, how, how have you gone through this and waited to see, you know, what your situation is? Or do you just not worry because, like I said, what's going to happen is going to happen, and then you'll have to deal with it if, in fact, you have an issue? Yeah, it, you hit the nail on the head. We just we come to work every day. The guys come in every day uh, just ready. Um, but I do know if I get a call from uh, Eric Harper and Nico all within a span of a few minutes that – uh uh, something has probably changed. So, but no, we just we just come in, stay ready, try to get better. You know, as you know, pick your cliche, but it, but it's true. Uh, I know before the season started, you uh, had told us that your team was 100% vaccinated. Have you made it a point for players to go get a booster shot? Um, we've talked to them, um, but a lot of that depends on the calendar of when they got it and and all of that. But Brian Lindell, our trainer, stays up to the minute on that uh, with the CDC, with the state regulations. So um, we, we just continue to have dialogue with our guys and and uh, talk to them about, you know, if you choose this, then this happens. If you choose that, that happens and so forth. Uh, open conference play on Saturday. Uh, so when you're going along a non-conference, always wondered this. I'm sure you see scores. Uh, I talked to you before. You caught a few games. Uh, when you go into a league like this, you know the league well. How much do you really know until you get to the week? Do when you start your prep on teams, or do you kind of look and say, "Okay, I, by those scores, these guys are probably pretty good." Yeah, you, you see scores, and you and you know, uh, you know, coaches and those styles of play, and and yeah, I think the Mountain West is has had probably throughout the league a, a pretty competitive and tough non-conference, and and held and you know held their ground pretty good. I think. You know, there were some question marks, obviously, new coaching staff here, new coaching staff at other schools. But uh, watching the games, uh, I, I think, you know, Mountain West has done a good job. And they, they've 
they fought and competed and as a whole and uh, but yeah you you know you watch games and and just kind of see what what's going on and how this or that may happen and uh and just try to stay up to date and and watch as many as you can so non-conference play you guys beat all eight teams that you guys were favored against but lost all five games that you guys were underdogs in are your players excited to play one of the top two or three teams projected in this conference to open Mountain West play to kind of get that another shot at saying, hey, we can beat one of the better teams or one of the best teams in this conference? I think so. You know, this, this is a group that hasn't shied away from anything, you know, as we've talked about before. You know, we could have uh, altered the schedule in the non-conference and, and done things differently, but, you know, that's that wasn't one of the things we had talked about when we were – having all those zooms in the springtime and, and talking to the guys. So, uh, no, they're excited to play a team like San Diego state. That's you know, been at the top of the conference for, for a long time now. So I uh, know I think the guys are excited. They, uh, they want to compete. They want to get after it and, and they want to play uh, those games. What are you most intrigued about seeing from your own team beginning Saturday? Um, really just, you know, we felt we had a really good finish to the non-conference with San Diego at home and, uh, I think the the guys are excited. They they've continued to get better through the non-conference. So I think we're just again excited for that that chance to play a team like San Diego State that's uh, you know established. Uh, you know their program is one of the uh, top overall programs in the country for the last you know, what twenty years. So uh, just excited to go out and play another team, and especially uh, open conference play on the first uh, New Year's Day in Vegas against San Diego State. Uh, it's a pretty good way to start it. Kevin Kruger, UNLV uh, basketball coach with us. We saw, so in the, in the non-conference play, we saw Donovan Williams, uh, somewhat of a transformation. I mean, he's been attacking the rim probably more than he ever has, and, and your team as a whole has been attacking the rim more than they were earlier in the year. San Diego State's better than the four teams you ended non-conference play with, so I'm curious just your thoughts on being able to continue to do that against a team that's going to be better defensively than what you finished the non-conference schedule with. Yeah, I mean that's that's the exciting part about it is now we've got a team that's you know, traditionally and, and this year as well a very solid, you know, stubborn defensive team that uh, we can go and, and put our progress against and and have another measuring stick and and as I said somebody who's been at the top of the league so uh, just excited to see the progress and, and go up against San Diego State but yeah the guys have are continuing to get better and they're continuing to gel with each other and, and play better together. So uh, just another exciting matchup for us. Who are some of the players that have to take the step forward? Um, you know, uh, Tyler mentioned one, we know about Bryce Hamilton, but for you to contend in this league, I would expect it to be more than two people. Even when you get down to your rotation for conference, like who do you need to step forward here and start, you know, improving his game or taking steps forward? Do you really be a contender? Well, I mean, I, I think it's everybody and, and uh, across the board. And Bryce and Donovan have things they can do better, and, and as does, you know, Royce Jordan, really down the line. Um, I just think we've got, we can continue to take, uh, be stubborn about getting the best shot possible, uh, you know, be stubborn about being in gaps and being help defenders, being disruptive. So uh, this really is with this group, uh, being in a group that's still only played 13 games together as, an, as a whole, uh, just continuing to get better. And, you know, it, it might be somebody different every night, but you know, that's, that's the thing about being on a team. You know, you go out, you, you play the game, you, you know, you hope everybody plays well, but on different nights, different guys have better nights. So uh, we like our group one through 
15 and and they get they they work at it and they get after it so i think uh one of the things we do have that's a positive for us is uh, the number of guys that can play. How early were you up on Christmas? Well, I have a one-month-old, so uh, Christmas Day, that would have been probably 6-ish, okay. 5.30-ish. That, doesn't, that doesn't sound too bad. Could have been worse, right? No, it absolutely could have been worse. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely one way to look at it. All right. Jared, what do you want to do with this? Kevin, how how well do you know Van Halen? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any stretch. Okay. Do you think you can identify if this is Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth singing? No. Okay. Neither can I. Can, I. I can, if I only have two options, then I could probably you know have a guess at it. Yes. Take a guess. Take a guess. Because Tyler has no chance. Uh, we'll go with Sammy Hagar. Tyler, what's your guess? I'll go Sammy Hagar as well. There, there you go. go. Yeah. We are, All right, we're up to job, color Kevin. three. We're, up to two we're, we're giving away David Lee Roth tickets later in the show, and we are guessing who's singing for Van Halen because I know nothing about it. But good job, Kevin. We appreciate it. Oh, sweet. Where, where do I pick them up at? Uh, not <laughs> you. Not you, Kevin. Not you. Oh. <laughs> I, think he, I think he would just have to make a call. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But he is Kevin Kruger, the head coach for UNLV basketball. Kevin, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. Oh, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. So there is Kevin Kruger. Okay, he, he got it. We're up to two callers. Yes. Three. Three. Oh, because yeah, I got it. You both yeah. got it right. Up to three. Double it. After three. Good Good start to the morning. I've only missed one so far. <laughs> he, he, he is right in that every time he comes on, we open with one of his calls that he supposedly is. Hey, I, I just, he doesn't seem like the he gets furious guy, and I don't get to watch the games because I, I have to... Do well, the, yeah, 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 you got to do the game, and so I can't have him up on the All computer. Right. So, I I mostly just want to tell one of you one of the times for you guys to ask, why are you so angry all the time? <laughs> you uh, do refs really make you that upset? You go to every game. Does he? He's not a storming no, up and he's not, he's not a upset. storming up inside line sideline no. guy at all. No, there might be some. Um, Disagreement, some, some looks. Some no, words. there might be some exaggeration in the calls as to how angry I don't believe Kevin that. Kruger is. I don't believe that at all. Might be a little bit of an exaggeration as to the disagreement level with the calls. Might be a little bit. Kevin Kruger, though, not very, not very excited usually on the sideline. More of a look of disbelief or the hands up in all the right. air. That's about as much as it gets. So, well, Dad was pretty intense, but he definitely wasn't. And long he rocked. Yeah, well. <laughs> but again, that must mean he raised his hands in the air. Yes, he erupted. <laughs> his hands left his pockets. He erupted. Coming up next, Deion Sanders is afraid of UNLV. Steve Cole. It's a bit frustrating sometimes, I guess. But like I said, I don't, I don't have social media, so I don't wallow in it. I don't sit in it. I don't think about it. All I'm thinking about is beating Michigan. I wouldn't listen to myself if I was given a speech on heart surgery. So why would I listen to somebody who doesn't do this for a living and just watches it happen? It really doesn't bother me. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. We're playing Destin Bennett audio, the quarterback of Georgia. What are we doing around here? What are we doing? All right, that sounds like the great Sammy Hagar. Hey! 
four. I am rolling today. I I don't know what to do. He's getting he's getting these right. This is good. I'm killing it. I obviously studied up on Van Halen last night, Jared. Did you know the band was Van Halen when you walked in this morning? What band? Got it. <laughs> no, I did not know the band was Van Halen. I did not know it was named after the guitarist either until you said that 30 minutes ago on the show, which is still very weird. Is his last name actually Van Halen? Yeah. It's a cool last name. Did they name the band after him just because he had the coolest last name? I can Google it. I I, I just know that better than hagar or lee roth well i think lee is just the middle name but he goes by his full name all right are he would would you be david lee is david did there, i think i feel like in the 50s when he was probably born that used to be a thing as you used to david give people lee. you used to give people like billy bob yeah wait 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 people aren't actually named billy bob yeah they are that's a nickname Billy Bob Thornton, like your William Robert, yeah, is it but, a nickname? and you and it gets shortened to Billy. I had Bob. no idea about that. Nobody's nobody's naming their kid Billy. Billy Bob is oh, not on the birth yeah, certificate. There's, there's no, people. Yes. Billy Bob. Is you not lived on the in Mississippi, and yeah. these people are William Robert. I d- I don't know. Billy Bob is not on the birth certificate. I had no I, clue I, Billy Bob Thornton was a nickname. I'm on it. I, I think that, I think that might be his name. That cannot be his actual. That's not a birth certificate. Had you name. heard of him, Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, I know that name. Okay, what's All he right. in? He's in a lot of things. He's a pretty famous actor, right? Come on. I don't know, Billy Bob. It can. He, he has to be William Robert. There is no way his parents named him Billy Bob. That's just not real. Nobody ever had a baby come out and said, yep, we're naming that thing Billy Bob. All right. All right. So Billy Bob Thornton is William Robert okay. Thornton. <laughs> Thank you. Which does not fit him at all. No. William no. Robert would not William do Robert well. Thornton is a, I, I mean, that that's a writer from the 1840s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> William Robert Thornton. Okay. Hold on. That's a great name that, for that's a writer. A, yeah. That's like junior year English class. Yeah. You have to read the completed works of uh, William, William Robert Thornton. Thornton. Okay, we're going to save Deion Sanders being afraid of UNLV for later in the show because I do want to ask you a Golden Knights question, Ed. Oh, no. I didn't watch, but go ahead. Don't worry. You didn't have to watch. (laughs) Robin Leonard did not play last night. Logan Thompson was the backup. Robin Leonard did not play the game before Christmas on December 21st either. So he's missed two games in a row. He's not on IR or long-term IR. Mark Stone did not play last night either, and the Golden Knights placed him on IR. Now... It's retroactive, so he can come off IR, I think, starting tomorrow, maybe today. Um, But how worrisome is it that after yesterday I declared they're almost healthy that Robin Leonard and Mark Stone did not play last night after having basically a week off? I'm more worried about Mark Stone because Robin Leonard didn't crawl off the ice. Yes, Mark Stone did. actually crawled off the ice, which kind of tells you that he might be more hurt than Robin. But Lennon. then he stayed in the game, scored yeah, two goals, right. yeah, scored two goals, left. Yeah, then he, but then it, the that was the adrenaline. <laughs> then the adrenaline more after the game. He goes, "Wait a minute, I crawled off the ice. I'm actually hurt." As he's sitting in his I locker, I can't walk. Yeah, um, I don't. Is it weird that I'm not worried about either of them? Okay, I I'm mean, not worried about either of them. It's probably good news they didn't go on long term IR right. because that would. I think if you're the Golden Knights at this point, anybody that's going to be out for, you know, two weeks or more, you're probably putting them on long-term IR. So it's probably good news. But, you know, if Robin Leonard misses another week, another four games or so, and you're going Laurent Brassois and 
Maybe some Logan Thompson in there. That's not ideal. Well, they play the Ducks uh, in an afternoon big division game. game. Division game, and then they play the Jets back to back afternoon game. So you could probably keep them out for the weekend. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say it didn't seem to. It didn't hurt him. No, <laughs> I mean I wouldn't say Brossois was good last night. Oh, he was not. But <laughs> six goals. <laughs> well, they're not gonna score six all the time. It's just. I don't know. Yesterday, I, I feel a little bit like an idiot because yesterday I was like, hey, they're healthy. Like Alec yeah. Martinez and Jack Eichel, but they're healthy. And then it's like, oh, yeah, all these guys that were hurt, they're not coming back. They're, they're not ready to go. So their best player and their number one goalie did not play last night. So this league, this this division is so bad because I think they're tied. Are they tied in points with the Ducks at 40? No, they took the lead last night. Oh, they did. The win last night put them in first. Okay, still. I mean, they play the Ducks on Friday, and at no point I'm like, oh, the Ducks. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. But get Stone back, get Leonard back. It it's a first place matchup, and you're not even you're not even worried no, about it. No, not at all. Wow, you're like, not yeah, they don't even need Stone. No, no, why play him, Leonard? <laughs> it's nah, the Ducks. No need why to play, play him. Ducks. Jets on Jets on uh, Sunday. They're gonna roll these teams. They may not, they may not lose again. These guys, they're awesome. Oh God, listen to you. <laughs> was like, was gotta three stay positive. Three goals in a minute twenty last night between the two. Minute sixteen, minute four 16? total goals scored. Four total, three goals. by the Golden Knights. Chaos, one. chaos in. I don't know the new name of that building. Crypto.com Arena. Okay, Crypto.com Arena. Yes. Four Chaos. goals and yes, it was the worst ten minutes of hockey you've probably ever seen. And then they decided we're going to score four goals in a minute and sixteen seconds. At that point, one of my people was making a um, their fishing rod and trying to catch fish. So making he didn't take a fishing rod. Oh, none of them do. They all make it. No, because again, you got to remember it's ten items. You have to have the sleeping bag. You have to have the tarp. You have to have stuff for shelter. This is like thirty below places, snow, storms. I mean, it is really bad weather. So. You got to make most of what you're you're, you're uh, hunting with. Can I take a Game Boy? <laughs> if you want to lose.